0: previously on the loyal littles podcast
1: he also writes i'm a little behind on the podcast but just listen to the episode with the great zucchini you scooped the big show congrats now i don't know about that we weren't trying to scoop anybody and they don't bring on littles or people like that i don't think yeah that was fun
0: sometimes you snooze you lose (laughs) we got the zucchini you (laughs) didn't
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Little's podcast
0: on the WTFC podcast network.
1: Hey, Rona, Roxy.
0: Hey, Negative Chuck.
1: Hey, <laughs> Little. Hey, Littles. Hey, Littles. Uh, We're back. Rona, Roxy on fire. Oh we man. got so much email and comments about that. It's oh,
0: Littles, just you wait.
1: Unbelievable. Oh yeah, stick we...
0: around for the fourth segment. Stick
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roxy, but the good news is uh, I'm negative. She's negative Yay. now. Chuck is still negative. So we apologize for this coming out a little later than we wanted, but Yeah, it's she it's, was she was in rough shape over the weekend. Yeah, so. I mean
0: it's like physically I feel like I was fine. It was it's all in my head. It's still in my oh, head.
1: Oh okay, you don't mean mentally. You mean you were congested. And, yeah, yeah, congested. Okay. Like, like it's not in your head. You were I, sick.
0: <laughs> I went out for the first time the other day and I walked to Central Park and I was winded and tired and a little dizzy in the head. So I had some water. Well, came that back makes home. two of us, but for completely uh, o- but opposite reasons. But that had to reasons. go back <laughs> for Chuck.
1: Chuck took one to the head during the softball game, and yeah, that's yep. a whole other story.
0: Yep. Anyway, yeah, here we are. Roxy got
1: the phone call. She was like, uh, <sighs> "You should probably come get your husband because we don't want him walking home by himself." Right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm sore, but
0: between the two of us, oh, yeah, man. we're we're a
1: mess. <laughs> We need like a couple third wheels here, I think. I know, but,
0: but you know what? We're getting this out now before Jingle Fest. Yeah, the schedule so we'll be is just fine crazy. fine for Jingle Fest. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> so we heard from Claire Natola. Roxy is on fire, it says, in the latest yeah. episode. COVID has given her... Now, it says Shputzva, but I mean, it's Shputzva.
0: Shputzva. Shputzva.
1: Roxy was like, that's not what it says. I'm like, she's like, you better read it. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> that's what she means. And then back to our last guest, Todd. Dickerson she said Todd Dickerson's bookstore is just up the road from a wonderful British style pub I used to go to once a month for full English breakfast cute love that pub love the whole town now leave it to cool Aunt Claire to have been to this tiny right, little right. town in the middle of nowhere so anyway I mean yeah Roxy you were on fire last episode with sassy 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 Roxy
0: salty
1: <laughs> <laughs> all <of> the above <laughs> Then we heard from Jenny Robbins. She says, hey, just listen to the new podcast. Tell Roxy if she's still feeling dizzy, she can take Dramamine. It may make her a little sleepy. It does for some. Dizziness is probably due to congestion causing minor issues with the... Okay, little, get your emails ready. <laughs> you don't know how to say it either. Eustachian tubes? Is that E-U-S-T-A-C-H-I-A-N? Yes, we could have Googled, but I got in trouble last time I did that when I had someone online pronounce chain? it. Yeah, whatever. I don't um, know. With your tubes. So actually, by the time this email came in, I think that had subsided. So we yeah, didn't need to do it, that. Yeah, it
0: kind of comes and goes. But do you need a prescription for Dramamine?
1: I don't think so. And then next we heard from Chris Davenport, he said, Todd Dickinson, this is exactly why I am an under, to hell with the conformists, which I thought was kind of funny because he's referring to him being an under.
0: Maybe that's why I'm adaptable, because I never jumped on everyone's bandwagons. Like growing up, Friends was out, a huge TV show, I'm like, nah, I don't want to watch it.
1: I didn't either really when it was out, but I did later, I caught up, I watched all 10 seasons, but... And then real quick, we heard from Mike Wolf. We're going to go back to the recall, the JIF, Recall Peanut Butter. Did yeah. not realize this. He said, don't throw out the JIF. Get a refund first. What are you? Made of money? I wish. And he has the link. He included the link. It's www.jif.com backslash recall dash form. And I guess you'll have to fill out a form. Oh, cool. I don't know, though. Is it real? I mean, if you bought a ton of it, Sure. But I if mean, you, bought you bought one a jar,
0: big jar, I mean,
1: that's. I mean, if you have the time,
0: you bought a big jar.
1: I did buy a big jar, but it wasn't like super expensive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. if it was like forty, fifty dollars worth of peanut butter, sure. Well,
0: because the cost of living in Tennessee is so much different than the yeah, cost right. of living up here. Absolutely, so that's where you got it.
1: All right, Roxy. Now to the matter at hand. Happy one hundred and
0: fiftieth. Oh my gosh, that's
2: right. One hundred
1: fiftieth episode. <laughs> this is so exciting. We did it, Littles. We made it, Littles. All thanks to you. We made it. We did this. We did this. I mean, we yes, all, we're yes. the ones coming to you through the airwaves or however you get your podcast. But if it wasn't for loyal listeners like yourselves, we would not have made it. We would
0: just be talking to nobody. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's the fun in that?
1: Well, we still we'd do get that no sometimes. no
0: emails, no corrections. We still do that sometimes. <laughs>
1: but yeah, no, I mean, it's just really exciting. We have such a great guest today. We had so much fun. Roxy helped me edit this one because yep. she had nothing to do here <laughs> sitting in the apartment for 10 days. And I, I really appreciate that. It was. and she even like texts me a couple times at work. She's like, Oh my God, this is so much fun. Yeah. This this episode is so much fun. Yeah. And they're all fun in their own ways. They really are. Yeah. Meeting all of you and zucchinis alike. I mean yeah, it I was just...
0: I mean, and it is fun when you go through all of these interviews and sometimes we've got interviews that are in the can, so we haven't revisited them right, in a for, while. Yeah. So then when we do revisit them to edit It's like, oh, right, we talked about this. Oh, that's so funny.
1: And that's what happened with this one because, full disclosure, this was someone we had to set up because she's got a pretty busy schedule, we'll just say. Right. And it has to do with Mr. Tony. That's the only hint you get. So yeah, so we had to set this up about, I'd say about a week and a half ago, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I finally did my final edit like yesterday. Yep. And it was just so much fun. I'm just laughing the whole time. And yep. it was so much fun and such a pleasure to have her on the podcast, which you'll hear in a few seconds. But we wanted to get to some other quick matters at hand. Now, this whole Central Standard, Central Daylight or you know Eastern, wherever you live, whatever you happen to be, we got a lot of emails about that so yeah. we're going to start though because we want to remind you you can also do this
3: hey chuck and roxy uh i am driving right now so you get a voice memo, Ooh, a voice uh, memo. daylight right? and standard time one is not one that changes and one is not one that doesn't they go back and forth right now tiny chuck would be in central daylight time because we are currently in daylight saving time not daylight savings time daylight saving time
1: okay, very specific. <laughs> uh,
3: which runs from march to november currently So you, Chuck and Roxy, are in Eastern Daylight Time, as am I. From November to March, when we fall back and turn the clocks back, we move from Eastern or Central Daylight Time to Eastern or Central Standard Time. A lot of people use EDT and EST or CDT and CST interchangeably just because they don't know the difference. But technically correct, the best kind of correct right now, would be that we are in EDT and EST. Tiny Chuck is in CDT, Mountain Time would be MDT, and PDT for Pacific, uh, and that will be the case until November. Happy Friday, have a great weekend, and I can't wait to see you all at Jingle Fest.
0: Well, we can't wait to see you at Jingle Fest. Oh,
1: absolutely, but there's a couple things we have to unpack there, but I just want to bring him to a touch. He was very specific with that plural. It was almost like a yeah, dig. Okay, yeah. we're going to come back to that, because we, we've got more information about... Daylight savings or daylight saving time. The other thing to unpack is littles. We love that. And that'll guarantee you that Chuck here doesn't botch your pronunciation in your e- in your emails. If you want to just send us voice memos, I'd love to do that. So we'd love, we love getting those. So yeah. that was fun. Okay. So then we heard from Roop Sharma and he says, Chuck and Roxy, I just listened to your latest podcast episode. So here's the explanation of ST versus DT. Places where they change their clocks can either be DT or ST. Daylight savings time DT is used during the spring and summer after clocks are moved forward one hour and standard time ST is in the fall and winter after the clocks are moved back an hour. If you Google it right now and type in what is the time in NYC, it will tell you that NYC is on Eastern Daylight Savings Time, E D T right now. Hope this helps. Catch you at Jinglefest. Roop Summer. So Roop's it's, coming. It's, that's exciting.
0: That's exciting. But also I want to point out Roop. You said savings.
1: Wait, maybe I read that wrong. No, he said it says <sighs> savings. He also had a little couple typos in here. I didn't want to pull a Tony on you. <laughs> like it also said It will tell you that it is NYC is on Eastern Daylight Savings (laughs) Time. It's spelled T-I-N-E in the email. I didn't want to go there. It's fine. I do not want to do that. No,
0: it's more just the same. Apparently, it's saving, not savings. We don't know yet. Well, that's what Bobby says.
1: Well, okay. So Bobby's the ruler of plural. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll, we're going to see because next we heard from Smitty Scoop.
0: Yes, he says, Chuck and Roxy, you reside in New York, which currently observes Eastern Daylight Time, EDT, From the first Saturday in November until the second Saturday in March, New York observes Eastern Standard Time, EST. So, for the majority of the year, you live in Eastern Daylight Time. When someone gives you a time in CDT, Central Daylight Time, they are telling you that they are an hour behind you. Tiny Chuck resides in CDT. To my knowledge, there is no place in the USA that is currently observing Central Standard Time. Most of Indiana used to observe EST year round. That is, they did not not observe daylight saving time. The result was for the majority of the year Indiana was effectively on central daylight time. Are you ready to be really confused? Most- okay. Most of the country that is in the mountain time zone is really observing central standard time, except for Arizona, which does not observe daylight saving time and remains on mountain standard time year round. The result being that Arizona is effectively on Pacific daylight time for most of the year. (laughs) See you at Minglefest on June 24th at 4 p.m. EDT. Patrick Smith, a.k.a. Smitty Scoop. (laughs) What?
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's just we got to move on. We're running out of time. Then we lastly are on the topic. We promise. We heard from Michelle Pendleton, but she said pretty sh- Oh, she's going back to our other email about the spam. She said pretty sure TOS. Remember, we didn't know what yeah, that Yeah, ma- yeah, She said she thinks it means for terms of service. Okay, okay. That makes sense. And she said, and I am one of those people who will use CDT or CST, depending on if we are in daylight savings time or not. And while we are at it, here's what thesaurus.com has to say about what it's called. It says daylight saving time versus daylight savings time. Okay. Even if you understand the concept of daylight saving time, you might still be what's up with the extra S that's sometimes added to saving. Daylight saving time, singular saving, is technically the correct version. The practice is saving daylight. Still, daylight savings time with the plural S is so commonly used that it has become an accepted variant of daylight saving time. Woohoo. Okay. As some have pointed out, perhaps this is because of the phrases that use the plural savings when talking about money, such as savings account at a bank or a savings rate taken out of your paycheck for a rainy day, or perhaps the regular use of the acronym for daylight saving time, DST, has caused some of us to forget what it stood for in the first place. Daylight savings time is fine when you're chatting with friends in an informal setting. When it comes to formally talking about (laughs) it, however, it's best to use the singular savings What
0: is this, like learning a new language? I I feel like it. The formal and the informal?
1: (laughs) You never know if the person reading your report or paper is grumpy because they lost the extra hour of sleep when the clock turned. Then there's the question of the hyphen. Some leave it off while others include it. We hyphenate because daylight saving together modifies the word time that directly follows. Make sure oh Wilbon gosh. knows that, Roxy. Ugh. Finally, just when you thought the question surrounding the one phrase were over, you have to consider capitalization. Daylight saving time <laughs> is not capitalized, though DST typically is unless you're in the U.S. government where the printing office style manual abbreviates as lowercase DST. I'm, I'm Okay, I'm let's done. just I'm say
0: done. Chuck and Roxy learned a lot today. Let's put
1: a fork in it. We're going to come back to our last segment on that. <laughs> Yeah, we've got some gears to grind for our one hundred and fiftieth episode today. But as we take you out, I do want to take a special quick second because I some of you know we do some of this ahead of time and we already said how we already pre-recorded the the Meet the Littles guest today. We also do the song. You know, I add the song, the independent artist, just like they do on the big show. And I feel horrible about this one and I wanted to talk about it because when you hear come back in, you're just gonna hear the normal, hey, this is who it is and this is how you can reach out. We were fortunate enough to have Tim Wildsmith sent us another song and he wanted us to play it. Now, this one was played on The Big Show about a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. And you'll remember it because it had to do with him wanting the guy in space to hear it. It's called Spaceman. Chuck here, for whatever reason that day, didn't get a chance to go back that day and listen to the full song. Like I usually do. I love, I know a lot of people don't like to listen to the independent artists. I do. Right. It's a special place in my heart for us. And also for some reason, because of the story that went with it, I kind of assumed it was a funny, like Dan Byrne type song. (laughs) And I just forgot to go back and listen to it. And this came in literally like two days after our wedding, Roxy. Yeah. Now, I have a new big regret from our wedding. And I already shared this with Roxy, and she completely agreed. this could have been our first song now i don't think we would have done that because we already had that planned for over a year and a half yeah however my big regret is that we did not give this to the dj and at some point during the ceremony say everyone stop this is dedicated to all you littles out there that mm-hmm. were at our wedding yeah and we do a slow dance right at the wedding and right. everyone could have joined in it's with a great whoever. song it's a great song just make sure you listen, listen to the whole to thing at the end of the podcast mm-hmm. so don't go anywhere
0: we'll be right back
1: You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast and the
2: WTFC Podcast Network. La cheeserie!
1: being played in for this special 150th episode by good friend of the podcast tim wildsmith and obviously if you're a fan of the big show you've heard this one before but he asked us to include it it is called spaceman now if you like what you hear you can find all his stuff at timwildsmith.com. wildsmith.com that's t-i-m-w-i-l-d-s-m-i-t-h.com he's also on twitter and instagram at tim wildsmith he's also on amazon apple spotify and there's actually an official video that accompanies this song, which you probably haven't seen yet. So we'll put all those links in the show notes. And as always, we'll play the full song, Spaceman, by Tim Wildsmith, at the end of the podcast.
2: No need for a compass with you in my I'd follow
1: you loyal littles it's now time to meet the middles uh, we're disagreeing <laughs> on this one but you know for our special 150th episode we are so thrilled and honored please welcome to the podcast bonnie burko hey Bonnie, how's it going
2: <laughs> oh my god hi
1: guys this is so hi amazing guys. now go ahead and explain that you were like i'm not a big no I'm a min- no no wait medium. wait
4: no first we have to congratulate you on your nuptials come oh. on You You guys married. You didn't just get married, but you did just get married again. And this is very exciting. And all of the littles and middles and bigs are so thrilled for you.
0: Oh, thanks. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) wonderful and now we get to sit down with you we're so yeah. excited thank you so much for doing happy
4: this. to be here thank you for having me
1: now i recently got to meet you which was so exciting on the night of the Emmy. that was
4: nice that was yeah. really nice in new york
1: yeah unfortunately roxy was <laughs> off planning said wedding yep <laughs> and you.
4: unfortunately i didn't get the award so that yeah. sucks but...
1: well listen bonnie what we normally do on our podcast is because now all the littles know who you are they've heard your name a bazillion times. They know the term and it's Bonnie gets it done. That's what it is. And you do. You always do. But we've done some bigs in the past. And what we find fun is if we take it back all the way back to like where you grew up, where you went to school, stuff like that. Can you start there? Because we like to meet you.
4: I'm from Washington, D.C. I was born and raised in Washington, D.C. And so I am all American. I'm about as American as you can get because I was born in Washington, D.C. on the 4th of July. Oh, that's. About as all-American as you can get, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. And I went to school here, and I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, to work for a startup called CNN mm-hmm. 100 years ago. And I was there for 10 years. I met my husband there. I think I yelled at him. The first words was I yelled at him because we were on the air 24 hours a day. And so we so all we knew how to do was just do TV. We were right out of school. And he spotted me. And he came up to me because he was in the sports department and I was the news. And he came up and he was trying to hand me the scores because you have to type in the scores really fast because we did sports every hour. And he was handing me scores and I was busy. It was the middle of a show, but that's the only time he could do it. So he walks up to me very gently and he hands me the scores. And I turned to him. And if you can see a, a cartoon with like a dragon face with fire coming out of the mouth and eyes popping out. That was my face when I turned to him and yelled, not now. And he's like, and he ran away with scripts flying. And he went back and he told his colleague that he was going to marry me. Oh (laughs) Oh
0: my God. That is so
4: sweet. (laughs) He actually did. He ended up marrying me, which is really, really strange. But back then it was all kids right out of school. We all worked crazy hours and we all played together and slept together and married and babies and that was like the cnn way and then the espn way years later everybody there too gets married has babies it was it's like wow tv is a strange place to work
1: it <laughs> sounds like it it almost sounds like our business though too i mean a little bit yeah, yeah. we call them showmances usually <laughs> mm-hmm. when you're like doing a show yes,
4: it's totally a show, man. That's yeah. funny. i like
1: that. yeah but then the showmances usually don't last. No. They call it that because once the show closes, right. then... I
4: thought for sure we were a showmance. Yeah. In the movies, like when you're doing a movie together, you fall in love with your co-star and mm-hmm. then they
1: break up. Yep.
4: The, most of the CNN and ESPN marriages that I know of all are still going strong. Oh, great. Oh,
1: wow, that's great. Yeah. yeah, I don't think... Yeah,
4: 36 <laughs> years.
1: Now, this is funny. We're going back to the July 4th because one of my idols growing up was George M. Cohan. The funny thing is, he was actually born on July third, mm-hmm. but he, he yes, always, he always said July fourth.
4: Yeah, the you know. July fourth people are me, Dear Abby, and her sister. What was her sister's name? Dear Abby and oh, I don't know. They were both like helper people, and then George Steinbrenner. He was born on the fourth of oh, July. Right. Oh, and I always thought Tom Cruise was, but I don't think he was actually.
1: So, do you mind saying where did you go to school actually?
4: I went to Churchill High School, Winston Churchill High School and American University.
1: Oh, David right. Aldridge. Yeah. Woohoo. And what was your major and all that stuff? Journalism. It was. TV. Okay. Yeah.
2: Cool.
1: Yeah. 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 So what was that like? I mean, being able to just I mean, going into cause a lot of people they they study something and then they end up going into something completely different. And how did you get connected well, in Atlanta?
4: Well, the weirdest thing happened. I was going to school at AU and I was walking down a staircase and there was an index card stuck to the wall in a staircase and i looked at the index card and it said new network starting up Call this phone number so i took the card of course i want anybody else to see it so i took the card <laughs> and i went and i called the number and a guy says that he's at a hotel come to his hotel <gasps> room and he'll talk to me about opportunities i'm like what what, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, oh my god what the hell and i told My girlfriend, I told my mother and my girlfriend where I'm going, what I'm doing. And they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am. So I went. I met this guy who ended up being my boss, hired me on the spot because that's what he was there for. He was there to take kids out of school, to bring to Atlanta, Georgia, to start up this 24-hour network. And he needed bodies. And he got me. I mean, I stopped school right there. I was in my senior year. I stopped school right there. I piled everything I could in my Jeep. I had a little tiny Jeep, CJ5. And I drove all night. They put me up in a hotel. And I started working there as a camera person and running prompter. And within a couple of weeks, I moved up to bigger and better. And I worked there with like Christian Amanpour and Wolf Blitzer and John Hammond. All these people were all there. And we, they got us all in this one crazy place and made us work insane hours. And you could learn anything you wanted to learn. And if you wanted to be on the air, go be on the air. And Katie Couric was a dear friend of mine. And we just all learned the business by being thrown into it. And any job you wanted to work, you could do it. And I wanted to direct. And sure enough, within six months, I was directing. Whoa.
1: Wait, so uh-huh. you're saying you were like a senior in college? Uh-huh. And you just left school?
4: I just left. A job hit me over the head and said, we need you right now. And I said, I'm on my way. So I left. I drove all night to Atlanta, Georgia, and then never looked back. And I was there four years, I think. And then another position opened a directing position in new york so i moved to new york for cnn and my husband was who was working in sports and i mean i was directing nick charles uh fred hickman dan patrick's show i was directing the the coolest stuff Yeah. but then you know new york it's the same drill i was directing these shows having a great time loving living in new york and then my husband who also worked for cnn covering every event possible i mean he covered 12 olympics and boxing major heavyweight boxing and world series he got to do everything and then we said let's move to washington that job came up in washington he wanted to check it out and it was this horrific piece of garbage job called usa on tv i don't know if you remember that no. oh god was it garbage it was usa on tv he started this new thing we're big on startups and it bombed i think it lasted about a year. And I was freelancing, and then ESPN came, and he started there first. And I freelanced, and then I followed because I got this really great job at TTI when it started 20 some years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that. Don't worry about that.
4: Yeah. That I, was just a good uh, thing. So if you see a card on a wall, grab it. Grab you know? it. <laughs> well, this is
1: what it's mind blowing because I had, I feel like I was an idiot now because I had a very similar opportunity. I was in my senior year in college, and I was student teaching because I was right. an ed major. And I knew I wanted to go into performing, but I always thought I was going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. That's just what it was. And right. I got an offer for a national tour to drum. I think it was the national tour Camelot. And I was seriously considering it. And I'm like, you never know if that opportunity is going to come up again and stuff like that. Oh. So, but I, I, was like, I can't do that. My parents would kill me <laughs> if I left my senior year <laughs> while I'm student. Te- like, I had one semester left of college to get yeah, my degree. Yeah, but I said no. I've got to go. Wow. Now piece the rest together. Now when did and you met your husband there? Now how long until you got married and all that stuff? So were you married Um, before you came to New York?
4: No. No. We moved to New York and lived in sin. (gasps) Oh my god. Been there, done that. Don't worry. (laughs) We moved to New York. Then we got married in Washington. We had a kid after we were married, and that was in New York. And he took off, he worked at this thing called Dateline. I don't remember Dateline back when it Mm -hmm. was like a really important show. Mm -hmm. It was at NBC. They hired him to go and do Dateline. He worked at Dateline for a few years and did some really, really awesome pieces. But then he left Dateline to go to ESPN. And then I was still freelancing in Washington. And I saw that there were some a lot of opportunities in Washington. And then all of a sudden, somebody came and said, does your wife want to come and work on this show that we're starting up? And I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, ran I said, yeah, I interviewed for that. They, they flew me to Bristol and got interviewed. And I started that and I brought in a friend who worked with me and he and I just were there for 20 years and we just celebrate. He just retired. Tom Howard just retired. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, my God, it was like the greatest thing ever.
1: Well, we're going to tease yeah. that. Is that OK? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because we want to get, obviously, all into that, and we're going to take a break in a few minutes. But real quick, and I think most people know this, but one fun thing we always go through our Meet the Littles guest usually is your fandom, your sports fandom, your favorite. Like, what's your favorite sport and your teams and all that stuff?
4: (sighs) I grew up um, with the Washington football team, formerly the Redskins. Mm -hmm. That went south because already, as an investigative journalist, did so many pieces about how awful the nfl is and concussions and bad management and the treatment of the players and all this and all that stuff was really souring us especially the concussions and how the teams did not want to hear about it they don't want to hear about the concussions nor did the players to be honest the players didn't want to know they didn't want to stop making money they didn't want somebody to tell them you have to come out because you have a concussion and you have to go into concussion protocol but all of this really soured me and of course I'm the owner of the washington football team really sorry because he was so bad to the press he treated the press like garbage they all treated the press like garbage and they had awful staff and i'm like well, i'm not going to support this team because mm-hmm. they're bad to reporters they're bad to the press and they treat the fans terribly mm-hmm. and i think the last game i ever took my kids to the fans were violent and drunk and throwing up and cursing and screaming i'm like this is where I want my kids to be. No, when I was a kid, it was fun going to. I mean, I grew up in Washington, so I would see Vince Party and I would go watch them practice at the Washingtonian Country Club, which was local yeah. to D.C. But I, that, those days were gone and it was gross being at the games and people were mean and nasty. And I'm like, No know what? I'm done with this. So I never went again. Wow. Now it's baseball. George Carlin baseball you were a cat (laughs) but I'm a New York Mets fan and I will follow them around and they're having a very good year this year They are, yeah Yeah. having a very good year and as a matter of fact I'm going to LA to a wedding and I'm going to go and see the Mets happen to be playing the Dodgers which is very very fun so we're getting go see the, the Mets game at Dodgers and Charlie Steiner who is the voice of the Dodgers We're going to see him because we used to work at him at CNN 100 years ago. So I think we're going to get to go in the booth.
1: And you have a special gift for him.
4: I I have a special gift. I get to hand over the Holy Grail, which is the Aloha Tower calendar slash thermometer, (laughs) 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 which is the goofiest thing ever. But it's a thing, and they hand it over to each other and hang on to it a few years and then they get it back so if tony can't travel right now because he's still not traveling very far Mm -hmm. if he can't go i'm gonna go and give it to charlie oh that's so nice very happy about getting it
1: yeah well this is a good place to take a break i'm not even going to ask because you told me not to like be sorry and ask for anything anymore we're going to come back because we've got a lot more to get (laughs) into all right we'll be right back with
0: meet the middles
3: meet the middles Is that Uranus? No. The Loyal Littles Podcast. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back oh. to the Loyal Littles Podcast. <laughs> and Roxy, our 150th episode. Ever dreamed? Who ever dreamed we would get here? And the dream guest here. I mean, this has been a long time coming, actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. We reached out to Bonnie dream like- Dream guest. It's- oh my God. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> We know what the Littles want to hear about now. We've, I'm a, definitely a, a huge PTI fan from day one. Roxy, like now, she allows me, which is so generous of her, before I go to work every night to my show, we usually sit here and eat dinner and mm-hmm. watch PTI. Yeah. And I feel like
0: we started watching it together in D.C.
1: Maybe. That's probably because
0: I would come over to your apartment that you had and we would cook dinner together and we would have it on. I think that was when it all started. When I first learned about these guys that yell at each other (sighs) on screen every day. And and
1: Roxy has a complaint about it. We're going to get into that later. We want to hear your version of how did it all begin? Now Mm -hmm. you said it was a startup show and all that stuff, but how did it begin? How did you get the gig? And just what is it like? What
4: was really weird is that when I got this job, My boss, this is so bizarre, my boss would call my colleague and I, because we're still putting all these ideas together for building it, and he'd call us at 11, 12, 1 a.m. I have no idea why he would call us in the middle of the night, but most normal people are sleeping in the middle of the night and don't want to talk about their TV show, but he would call and want to talk for hours. And he was my boss, so I did not argue with him. But sometimes I would literally put the phone down and walk away, go to the bathroom, get a drink. And he'd still be talking. He'd still (laughs) be talking. I mean, he wouldn't even know that I was there. And I'm like, can I just go back to sleep and I'll still be talking? It was so odd. And he did the same thing to my colleague, Tom. And he hired me on the spot, which is also insane. I'm like, there was nobody else to interview.
1: (laughs) Well, were you already working (laughs) for ESPN?
4: that's when I wasn't even working for ESPN. Okay, I had like not that. even started. And he entered me for the job of PTI and would call because we hadn't found a place yet. All we had was we knew that we wanted Tony and Mike, and we knew it had to be in Washington because that's where they're based. And so I helped ESPN find a place to build the studios because I was from Washington. So I knew all the all knew all the production houses. So I f- helped find a place and I helped get the people together. And I told him some people to hire that were great. And we started building and building sets. People came down from business to build sets. And then we started pretending to do the shows and seeing how we how, how everybody works together. And it was really rough at the beginning. And of course, Tony and Mike said, this isn't gonna last, it's gonna last two weeks. And we are done. <laughs> but we worked our asses off. We worked so hard yeah. to make it happen. And then we saw that the boys had such good chemistry and they were so much fun together. And we all put in insane hours and we've had strange middle of the night phone calls talking about it. And then when we finally launched, it was like magic. It was totally magic. We had the best time and there had to be 30 people in the control room with us the first couple of weeks just watching us. And that can be really unnerving, except for me, because I grew up on live TV and was used to having 30 people in the control room screaming because of CNN, you know. So I kind of loved it. I thrive for live. Live is the best because everybody's at the top of their game. And while we were not live, because we taped like 15, 20 minutes beforehand,
1: mm-hmm.
4: we do go live sometimes. If we've made a mistake, if there's an update, if there's breaking news or something, we will go live. And I do think that we are at our best when we're live instead of taped because everybody's on edge at the top of their game. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to be a part of. And, If there's an audience in there watching us, I think we all do our best. It's you can feel this crazy raw energy. And, of course, it's fear also Mm -hmm. that fuels you, fear that you're going to screw up. Mm -hmm. And Tony and Mike are so strong at live, so strong. And I'm knocking on my head right now. I don't believe we've ever screwed up live. Honestly, I know now we're going to just crash. (laughs) They are so strong when we're doing live TV. And it's really fun seeing them completely uh, full circle and being at the top of their game when it's live because they know everything (laughs) is at stake if they screw up because they could screw up during the show. And we can always retape it or we can do a fix. Right. But not live. Yeah. (laughs) See, Roxy,
1: I think we could maybe do it. No. Roxy, we've always talked about this, how we could never – she's like, we could never do this live in real time in front of an audience. And I'm like, oh, I think if we prepped well enough – and I know, yeah, And that's what Tony thrives on is his prep, and we've heard many stories yeah. about that yeah. how yeah. he does that. And I yeah. have my legal pad, I do this I have so many tonyisms I call them, but that's one of them. I have my legal pads for almost everything, and mm-hmm. I take. Crazy notes and all that kind of stuff. The one thing I can quote that too, and and it's so true. I never even thought about it that way. Is for most of the Broadway shows, the orchestra is like hidden in a pit somewhere. Sometimes they're on stage, but most times they're in an orchestra pit. And we'll have guests that come in and sit, and they could be students Mm -hmm. or other colleagues or something Mm -hmm. like that. And you're right; it's like a different atmosphere when that happens. Yeah, I never even thought about that, but it is. And
4: back in the day, back before COVID, we used to have people in the studio all the time. One of the big things that I would be involved in is charity work. And when people wanted to make money off of tickets or passes to come in and see the show for whatever charity, I would organize Mm -hmm. that. And people would bid a lot of money for whatever. And the people, it was like um, one of the biggest items on some list. And I would tell organizations, whoever was raising money for whatever school or whatever event, I'd say, do us last. Do your PTI gift Towards the end, when guys are drinking, yeah, because guys that have been drinking don't want to lose to another guy who's bidding against them, so yeah. they're going to really up their game and they're going to spend more money, yeah. and you're going to get more money. And then at the end, if I'm really nice, I will double it so you can both get the money, and then both guys come in, and then oh, I just right. get two,
2: yeah, because oh, I'm
4: nice that way. But it was that was a really big money maker for a lot of good charities, but we of course stopped doing that, and of course, the boys aren't even in the studio,
2: right.
4: Most of the time. But yeah, I had to uh, tell a lot of the people when COVID started that I could not honor the auction winners because we weren't allowing anybody in. Right. But the boys loved having people in the studio. Oh, sure.
1: They They fed off it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now Roxy, here's your chance. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is really silly body. So, so bear with us. But like I said, she's a true, she watches every day with me. Yeah. Anytime I Mm -hmm. want. And she's just so sweet. I mean, (laughs) I'm, This is when I that's knew, cool. you know, when they say, you know, when I knew she would sit down and watch PTI with me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the ring, No, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but she has one complaint. Well, two couple, a couple complaints. And I think this is, these are just cute. The one is the hyphenated word. Oh my gosh. Wilbon, she,
0: Wilbon yeah. is always hyphenating his word. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's cheating. Yes, is. I'm yes, like, is. and sometimes he double hyphenates. <laughs> I'm like what the heck is that? So you mean the game? What's the, World? Yes, what's yes. the word?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Can you give her? Give her your. We're gonna open the mailbag, Roxy. Oh. Okay. Mailbag.
4: Mail time. <laughs>
1: She always tries to time that out perfectly with the sound bite.
0: <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm getting closer. Getting
1: closer. And then <laughs> lastly, this is the real quick these okay, are complaints. Is, these are just No,
0: these are just funny things that Roxy thinks about when she's watching this show. Okay.
1: At the very end okay, at She the, sits there. At and, the very oh, end and the timer
0: them. is going and I get so mad at them because they talk, they answer the question, but then they talk and talk and talk about it and they never finish the what is it, the um the big finish. The big finish. They never finish in time.
1: And I try to explain to her then Tony won't have his line we'll try to do better the next time
0: and I'm like okay fine so I hope this doesn't happen for a very 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 long time but on their final episode ever I would really love for them to finish before the buzzer and just sit there and wait with smiles on their faces and then say that's it Roxy we can't do any better and like I don't know somehow get out of it that way but I'm always and they get close sometimes and I get excited and then they don't they keep talking. Will Bond,
1: it's usually Wilbon. It's usually
0: Wilbon. He keeps going. I'm like, dude, you could have stopped that and beat
4: the buzzer, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> so now I know that you have to come, and you have to watch the show. Once you have to watch it from the studio, but you have to come and watch it from the control room. Right. So you yeah. can know what's going on yeah. during that frenzy, which is it is a frenzy yeah. for the big fitness. because I'm counting. I count at one minute. I count the dead roll, and the dead roll is the whisper. <laughs> That thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I count the exact minute from when that hits. And that final whisper is got to be the end of the show. Yeah. And we have a window that we have to make it fit because Sports Center follows and I don't need to step on their game. Right. So the producers in the back row, once I give that one minute, they're counting in their ears. They're giving them 30, 20, 15. They're giving them those counts in their ears. And the boys can hear them, of course, Uh and then they kind of got to talk faster because they know also they hear the music and they know when the payoff comes. And if they go over, sometimes I will let them go over. So I will count and give them a fake out Ah. because I know they're going to go into the black and once the whisper hits, we go right to black and then hit and then sports center start. But sometimes I'll let them trail into the black because I know somebody's going to have something funny to say in that Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will intentionally add another second to the end of the show just so I can squeeze in yeah. the last word yeah. and not miss it. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Well, it is funny, but too, yeah, because recently Chuck pointed out that there are actually two clocks, yeah. two countdown clocks. So you have clocked, the sports yeah. center clock, which is a few Oops. seconds slower than the PTI right. clock. Right. So he's like, yep. no, it's okay. They've still got five seconds. Yep. I'm like, no, but they should go off the PTI buzzer and... <laughs> And I just get so nervous for them. And I'm like, just, just get it done in time.
1: You just need to let them know that there's someone out there that really, really gets into this. I and do. she's not even like a major sport. So, I mean, she is, but you know.
4: If we are off on our time and I hear them counting into sports and uh-huh. I will stop them and say, my time, my time. And they will jump onto my time because I'm the one that's on the air, right. which makes me more important yeah. yep. than the one that's so they have to go by my time, even if it means they're gonna be a little off. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care about them. I uh-huh. care about my show.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So
4: that's when I have to go over a little bit. Yep. But I have my whisper and then I gotta have the last word. Yeah. See that's and that's great insight. I Bonnie, that's so
1: badass. I, just I know. Gotta say I it.
0: think that's, that's so cool. So that is so cool. I would love to sit and see all the things that well, you was, all have to go through to get this I mean, show. Bonnie, no done. offense to
1: the show, but honestly, when I first brought that up earlier off air, that's what I meant. I want to be in the control room. Yeah. That's what I want to Watching see. Watching
0: all of that happen. Yeah. How it's you're putting very it together. Fun. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Well, it's and if You can too.
4: handle Everybody talking at once, which uh-huh. is what it ends up being, is everybody's talking at once. There's a lot of voices and a lot of yelling, but it's all in perfect sync Yeah, and mm-hmm. we know who to listen to and who to not listen to. And if there's shit happening, if stuff is breaking, if something crazy is happening, if Tony's camera just died, which happens all the time because of it's bad internet yeah. or whatever, all hell breaks loose and a lot of shouting goes on, but everybody knows exactly what to do yeah. when it happens. But it seems like Mayhem. It's like organized okay. chaos. Well,
1: and can it you take. Is, it's absolute chaos. Actually, this might be really interesting for the listeners. If you, if you can go into it, if you can, it's a fine. But how many, since he's in the attic and doing it remotely, how many people are on site with him? One. Just one? Tracy. Okay. Just Tracy. Tracy. Wow. Uh-huh. Tracy's Tracy. stage manager. Yeah. yeah.
4: Tracy's with him in the attic, and she is there available to us on the phone. And we will talk to her over the phone or I'll text her or I'll say, you just went to blue, which means your picture just died. And she'll jump up and we'll have to either stop taping or we realize we can just edit video over this blank screen because if we can still hear him because his voice is different path. So we still have his voice. That means we can put in a video, clip, a clip from the game blue.
1: or whatever they're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Right. So
4: that takes split second thinking. What can we do here to fix this mess? And can we fix it in post or can we fix it right now? Right. We make that decision and then we pull it off. And most people at home have no idea that there was a mistake.
1: Right. Because you only have like a 15-minute gap, right? Is that what yep. it is? Yep. Wow. Sometimes
4: less. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's so sometimes incredible. Less. So we have to really hump it to get it together and fix whatever problem happened. And sometimes, not often, but sometimes, well, if we'll do it live, of course, because that's not live. <laughs> sometimes you have to go live. But sometimes... If our mistake is maybe in the B block or the C block, we can come out and feed our A block, which is the news, right? Uh-huh. The news segment. Yeah. We can feed that out directly through our transmission, and then we take control of the control room. So that means that transmission has now control of the machine that's feeding the completed segment which is our A block, right? Mm-hmm. And we take control of the control room while the show is feeding and we'll make our fix because the first segment is usually 10, 12, 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. That gives us a chance to fix maybe a problem that went on in our second segment right? or our third We have the control room at our disposal to make those fixes while the good segments on the air. Wow. And that saves our life sometimes. Wow.
1: Yeah, but how stressful is that? Like, what if it doesn't work? What if you can't fix it? (laughs) Then what?
4: It can be stressful, especially. (laughs) Well, I know at the end of that segment, there's going to be my first break. And my first break is four minutes long. Right. So that adds four minutes. to the fix so that means that nobody's too stressed out because we still have another four minutes but once we get down to one minute it's like yikes oh no then we're sweating right freaking out like if someone
1: forgets to hit save you know whatever
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. if it's a major mistake we're sweating bullets and crying and people having heart attacks because it's not fun when you realize you're about to crash and burn right but you watching at home probably never know no you probably never know, uh, maybe once you've seen us do a mistake, but we're really good at fixing sure. and covering yeah, and but oh boy, it's the magic sweating.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> the yeah. yelling the the yeah. insanity is is not pretty, <laughs> yeah.
1: but I don't know sometimes and now we do everything live in our business, yeah and we that's fun sometimes when we we know something went wrong that the audience would never know about,
4: right, right,
1: because it happens a lot,
4: yeah. Yeah, sometimes you'll hear Tony say, live TV, there's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only time yeah. he does that is when we've been live. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's yep. great. Ugh. So cool. But,
4: but in the theater, though, in the theater, that's got to be insane when something happens and you're doing a live, and what, people breaking character.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. How do you go on when somebody has broken character or when something crazy has happened? That's... Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you would do that. because Oh, my God. Theater uh, is just—it's that's live nonstop. Right. How the hell pull that off? Yeah. Right. Well, and Bonnie, this sh- insight has just been amazing. I know. I, so I, I, good. She's,
1: We're gonna watch it tonight, and she's gonna be like, "Wow, now she." <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be like, "I bet that was something." Yeah, I bet that yeah.
4: Was
2: something. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, w- littles, we're we're announcing this now. We're running long. We don't care. We got Bonnie freaking Burko here. So, <laughs> thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. We, we have what we call fun dumb questions. We think they're usually a hit. We would love to do some with you if you don't mind. Go ahead. Well, I mean, because every little needs to know. Like, let's go basics first. Do you do you prefer crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth,
0: smooth. always.
1: Always. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Crunchy. Now, this is a. Actually, we should have started with this one because you hear them on the PTI show quite often. And this is another one. This is a a Chuck favorite thing when we we know it's coming. And I got to be honest, oh. when it the payoff isn't there, I get so deflated right so at the top of the show. So okay? disappointing. When Mike sets Tony up for a Uranus joke, I'd say 90% yeah. of the time it happens. Right. And we get so excited. We're like, and it goes all over Twitter. It goes, hey, Uranus joke opens PTI today. You know, that kind of stuff. Not funny or never not funny?
4: Always funny.
1: All right. Good.
4: Always funny. Uranus jokes are always funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Will Bunner will always go, wah, wah, wah. Yep. wah,
1: wah. <laughs> Now you know Claire does not like them, just for the record.
4: Right. I'm sorry Claire. We find them <laughs> hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> we will never turn down a uranus joke. Yeah. They, they make us
0: giggle. We love that.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. What would you do if you were invisible for a day?
4: Invisible. <laughs> find some way to make money I guess go see who yeah I'd go hang out where there's somebody doing some insider training. I don't know it's,
1: oh that's, that's a good we, well we had one recently I'd rob a bank right so kind of same. yeah <laughs> right
4: but wouldn't they see but they would see the the money walking away yeah, I
1: don't I know I don't know
4: Maybe
0: they have an but invisibility so bag or something
4: they can put the money in. So you but, but the
1: inside trading thing, that's, that's, that's cool. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
4: Probably try to make money.
1: All right. So I'm going to stay on this for Roxy's sake. Would you rather win an Olympic medal, an Academy Award, or the Nobel Peace Prize?
4: Oh, my. Well, I guess the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Although if you look at the prizes, Nobel Peace Prize isn't that good to look at. The Olympic medal is pretty cool because yeah. you can wear that all the time. Yeah. That's a pretty cool-looking medal. Um, what was the second one
1: an academy award
4: well it looks kind of like i have a house full of emmys and those are pretty right. cool to show off i've got She's a like, bunch
1: ah, of them i don't need one of those
4: <laughs> yeah i don't have those. so i'd get i'd go with the nobel peace prize cool because there's right. so few of them given out
0: right, right? It's True. true true all right if you could have dinner with anyone from history who would it be
4: <sighs> who in history Probably comedians and some of the funniest people alive. I mean, George Carlin would have to be at the table. Mm. And I would maybe want Prince just so he could oh, sing yeah. to us music and maybe world leaders who were outstanding. Why? That'd be fun. But then you'd have to have so you have the comedians, world leaders, to maybe some Nobel Prize winners. Yeah. Maybe Sandy Koufax. Yeah. You would have some... That's uh, what I mean.
1: It's such a hard question. It's a hard so question. <laughs> it's,
4: it's a great You're question. welcome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's ease it up a little bit for you. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Wonder Woman. Oh, good one.
4: Cool. Is she a, you know, a cartoon,
1: though? She was. Yeah. Was
4: she absolutely yeah, she has superpowers but she's really hot yeah well, i was gonna right. say
1: bonnie i have to say now that i've met you in person you would look <laughs> badass in that outfit that's all, <laughs> oh my I'm, gonna that's all I'm gonna say
0: yes, yeah definitely uh let's see okay what is the best piece of advice you've
1: received drop out of college meet, i would say
4: meet oh, yeah meet old men in hotels
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> Kids, don't well, try this like, yeah. at home.
4: <laughs> do not do this at home. But yeah, that turned out to be the best decision I ever made was taking that goofy card off the wall Yeah, yeah. and then meeting the guy who ended up being a great boss mm-hmm. and the only place that he could meet people. He's like, come to my hotel. and What am I going to do? All right. If you don't want to come, that's fine. But can you come and work for us like tomorrow? Right. <laughs> yeah. that's, just, that's what it was.
1: All right. This one came, this is a newer one. It came from one of our listeners, Debbie Mittman. It says, what talent or skill do you wish you had? I have no sense of direction. Oh, okay.
4: I have zero sense of direction. I am lost in New York when I get off the subway and I can't get my bearings. And I have to think, where is the East River? And I have to figure it out in my head where's the eastward? because then I can figure out where I am and what direction I'm going. So that takes into consideration. I'm not looking at the street names. When I get off the subway, I'm like, I don't know where. I need to. And a lot of time I'll find myself walking the wrong direction for a while before I'll realize mm-hmm. I'm going the wrong start driving. Yeah. I wish I had a better sense of direction. I remember calling my husband and screaming on the phone when I would get to the, the fork in the road that goes towards you know the northern virginia and then towards dc or northern virginia and i'd be freaking out that i'm going the wrong way mm. and i'd scream what way where do i go and he'd be like you have to tell me are you in the inner loop or the outer loop and I'm like, i don't know <laughs> oh. it's a whole bit different i could never tell if i was on the inner loop or the outer loop my brain did not function that way so that's kind of not a superpower but i kind of wish i had that So yeah. you know, i always look like an idiot no i got gotcha. you why what would you do what would you want
1: uh, we we did this one the other day. I said I would much, <laughs> ironically, marrying Roxy, I said I wish I was a better dancer because mm-hmm. I felt like I could be a triple threat if I was. Mm-hmm. I call my stuff moveography at best, and I'm not even considering myself a mover, really. But that was <laughs> it. And then the other one was this killed me, too. My mom taught all my friends piano, and I always said I wish I could play piano better than I do. Oh, because that's
4: a perfect thing to wish. I wish I could play piano. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh yeah. my guitar! I yeah. wish I could speak lots of languages. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's so many, right?
1: So many to choose. from What was from? yours, Roxie? I, I think
4: it was she... to skate.
1: Oh right, she doesn't know. How to I don't skate. know how to
4: skate.
0: Ice skate, roller skate, rollerblade, anything. Yeah, that's
4: the easiest thing to learn. Yeah. Oh my God, is it though? Like, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Yes, I get I do, nervous because I rollerblade all the time. It's funny because I ask her to play softball sometimes and her mom's like, if she gets hurt, I'll kill you. Yeah. You know, kind of thing, <laughs> you
0: know? Well, yeah, I mean, I was always afraid I'd break an ankle and yeah. dance was my main passion. So I just kind of sacrificed the fun of skating.
4: That's so funny. That's like my friend who wouldn't let her husband help her in her business because he's a surgeon and she didn't want to mess with yeah. his hands. Yep. Yeah. And so that's interesting. That's yeah,
1: kind of smart. Absolutely. All right. Well, Bonnie. We're way over time and we don't care, but we this we got to let you go at some point because we would ha- spend all day with you on the phone. This has been so amazing. Thank you so much Very for being uh, our 150th episode could not be any better. Yeah. We had this planned for a little while and I'm just so glad it worked out when we reached out. We're like, it's you coming. honored
4: me. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Well, <laughs> we appreciate it. And is there anything we can plug for you? How can people reach out to you? You're on Twitter and all that, right?
4: I am on Twitter. I love Twitter. Uh, and if people want to shout out, if they can, Watch PTI. Please watch PTI. We love our fans and keep sending us product. <laughs>
1: oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Send him a box of that. Yep. Because Bonnie yeah, gets some of that, I'm box. sure. It
4: was yesterday that when, whenever Will Bond does a live shot when he's in Chicago, he goes to this one production house. And, I mean, we've been supporting this production house for a couple of years now. But they sent us yesterday a giant box of cookies. Wasn't that sweet? Ooh, that is nice. Yeah. So nice to the so crew. Nice. That was very, very nice. We love that.
1: Oh, that's great can't thank you enough for coming on this has been great and as an homage to the big show we'll get you out of here on this
0: over or under over of course
1: all right cool i like it
4: (laughs) well thank you guys thank you thank you so so
1: much we really appreciate it all right all you loyal listeners we'll be right back
2: you're listening to the loyal littles podcast on the wtfc podcast network
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast and Speechless. Bonnie Burko. Thank just you
0: so much.
1: So much freaking fun. Yeah. I mean, we always have fun, but that was a special kind of fun. We sat on the phone for a long time. Yeah, There's so much more to that interview. Maybe we'll do a Patreon page someday where we'll release the tapes People have been asking about that because oh, I've mentioned yeah. that there was Dan Byrne, Robert Byrne. I mean, so many of them have just gone and on and on and on. And then yeah. to hear the whole thing unedited would be a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> Some of them we couldn't release, I don't think. But, no. you know, don't forget, we do have a Patreon page if you want to join us. It's at the end of our website. Yep. Go there. All the details are there. We'd really appreciate it. Let's see. What are we doing? Oh, Roxy. Is it, Roxy, time? it is time. Roxy asked if we could do this for our 150th episode because she's been kind of listening to the big show a little bit here and there. We've been looking for houses a little bit. So little we've got bit. some mm-hmm. gears to grind. So let's yeah. grind some gears. All right, which Roxy. topic should
0: we go with first? Well,
1: let me do a shout out first. Okay. Now, apparently, I think Ed Butt had said, oh, this was years ago this came out. I did not know about the pizza in the pan.
0: Oh yeah. Okay,
1: we tried that finally. We
0: did. It's very good.
1: Ridiculous. You all should have
0: seen Chuck's face when he took his first bite. Well, so it here's the gear so I have funny. to grind.
1: How did our parents not know about this? How did I don't they know. not teach their children this? I don't know. Okay. And then if I may, can we go back to this CSD and CDT or for us it's ESD and or EST right. and ED whatever it is. <laughs> I feel like I went to a very good public school system.
0: Yeah, me too. I don't think it was ever acknowledged that there is a difference. It makes sense to me now. And I know the last episode we released, I said something really silly and crazy. I realized that that was silly and crazy. This all makes sense to me. I think I've been tricked in the brain. I think I've seen it written out both ways, but it never really occurred to me that there was a difference and what that difference was. To be clear...
1: It makes sense. We're not right. saying it's wrong or anything like that. What I am, this is a grind my gears moment is, was I just a stupid student that just didn't want to pay attention? I cannot imagine I that don't, at I some think point. the
0: majority of people I are like think, us. I don't
1: think we were taught this. No. Is it because we're so old and that it's something that came out in like the 90s or the 2000s and now all our children are taught this? I, I feel mean, like an idiot. Been, I know I'm an idiot, but been, I feel even more like an idiot. We've been
0: changing the clocks for how long? Forever. Yeah. So I don't think we're stupid. I don't I think ever we remember. Just, it yeah. was brushed over and that was it.
1: Yeah, but how in school did our teachers never say, oh, by the way, it's now EDT? I don't know. I'd never heard of that until this. I feel like an idiot. That's all. But I'm I mad because don't. I feel like my education system failed me and my parents a little bit because <laughs> if they knew about it and just didn't bother, to, oh, you just EST, <laughs> CST, you know, it's just ugh. anyway, grab my All right. Then let's do this because I'm going to save yours for the last. Okay. The Tony Awards. Obviously know that... Oh, this is
0: partly mine, too. Yeah, no, I know. But obviously
1: everyone knows the Tony Awards are very special and near and dear to us. Yep. And I was excited on the big show yesterday when Tony actually acknowledged them, and he went into them a little bit. Yeah. Some of the stuff he was saying, I agree. Just for the record, he didn't say this, but the gentleman who does portray Michael Jackson in the show, Junior Miles Frost, he did win the Tony for Best Actor in a Musical, and he's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we saw him on the Tonys, and there were so many good possible candidates. That's what was hard for us on all these. I mean... For us, the slam dunk was for Best Actress in a Musical, and that was Jokina Kalukongo, I hope I said that right, for Paradise Square, which we actually got to see. Yeah, she... We, didn't, we haven't seen MJ yet, but we saw Paradise Square.
0: Yeah, she is...
1: freaking nominal what?
0: That's a new word. <laughs> That's a good
1: word, though, right? I mean, she was. She was yeah, absolutely she was worth awesome. the price of admission. I sadly don't think that show's going to last. They're expecting the closing notes to be posted soon. It's just such a big show, and I'm hoping this Tony win will. Yes. They didn't win Best Musical, obviously.
0: But she won, and she she's absolutely worth... deserved yeah, it she's over worth... everybody else in that category. Everyone in that category is stellar, but her performance, I'm so glad she won. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But, you know, sometimes people don't go to see a show. just. And speaking of, Hugh Jackman just tested positive again. Yesterday yeah. for COVID, yep. so he's out for the next week, mm-hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see what happens there because he's such a name draw to that show. Right, they didn't win either, so it was Company One Best Survival and Strange Loop. One yep. Best Musical, which everyone was expecting. I didn't really... I
0: wasn't totally yeah, I didn't, I didn't, um, thrilled sure. by their performance at the Tonys, but I am curious about the show itself yeah. and just the fact that it's a new musical.
1: And it's, it's hard for us to be biased because I have a dear acquaintance that's the music director for Strange Loop, so I was so excited for yeah, her yeah. that it won and just, you know, you're happy for your friends. Of, you know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. We have friends of friends and it's it's tricky. It's hard we'll to keep it happens. separate. So anyway, okay, so now to the Tony rant portion of this. Grind yeah, your I have, gear, rocks. I have I have a bone
0: to pick with Mr. Tony himself because he made a comment on his episode yesterday about how he loves going to the theater. He loves supporting the theater and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't like the fact that the Tonys is a night to showcase all of the I'm like, no,
1: he liked that. He didn't think it was they should had to be like, oh, it's the third coming of whatever, you know
0: yeah but I'm like I'm sorry this is the theater this is live theater (laughs) that you say you support and then you're basically kind of going against what the whole evening is about well it was
1: because he was kind of annoyed that they were making such a big deal about the understudies and the covers well all
0: I could say is you try being an understudy and a cover and then see what you think (laughs) about all of the acknowledgements yeah he
1: was kind of like passive I'm like I'm
0: sorry (laughs) like in one breath you're saying how much you love it and then the next breath you're saying how much you hate it I'm like what
1: well it was because, you know, the one night. That's what I mean. It's the one night we get to celebrate and feature live performers. I actually have a saying. I used to post it on my Facebook page all the time. I probably should have yesterday, but I read it somewhere and I've used it so many times in the last two decades. But it said, the Tony Awards, the one night movie stars get to hang out with actors.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. So it's just a funny little... I don't know. I just thought his comment was a little
1: weird yeah okay we'll say that because we you know we all love tony obviously then lastly roxy had some time on her hands while she had (laughs) the rona and she just decided to start shopping for houses now some of you are going to get excited should we tell them the location you were looking i was
0: looking virginia maryland (laughs) uh, i don't know what
1: you did to her littles but i don't know she kind of wants to move closer to you so
0: well it just seems like a nice location but i what is up with the double sinks? Okay, Roxy I, hates double sinks. If I convert anybody who has a double sink to liking just a regular sink, that'll be kind of cool. But why? What is the point of making something smaller? Because that's essentially what you're doing when you're cutting a sink in half and having two sides. It could be a beautiful sink. It could be a and beautiful you, big sink. And then you put a thing in the middle. Okay. And then that. I mean, I guess you're thinking, oh, now I get two sinks. No, they're small. <laughs> each side is too small. You can't okay. do anything in and it. And I've
1: already explained to her, people are going to say, well, of course, once to soak your dishes, no. well, you know, blah 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 or once no, no, to no, rinse. No, no. Right. Okay, all right, all right. So, I've just I've gone through all this with Roxy a lot, okay? And the, the funniest thing about this, and I'll let you continue in a second, but I think this is my adaptable moment. I think this is you with the toilet paper. I think this is me will bonding the question. It's not a big deal to me. It's not. And I even asked you about when there's people that have one sink, like a big bucket sink, and they throw one of those Tupperware things in there to like soak their dishes no, or whatever.
0: Here's what you do. You cook your food. You soak the dishes while you're eating said food. And then you clean them. Easy. Well. Easy. It's. Wha- I'm curious.
1: I'm going to be curious to see if we get any feedback on no,
0: this. No, I, I need someone to explain to me the logic behind taking what could be a big, beautiful sink and cutting it in half. And then having two smaller sinks. Keyword there, smaller. So when you make a big pot of sauce, you can't wash the pot, (laughs) it's too hard. And it's annoying.
1: Well, it depends how big those two little sinks are. So literally, are, I yes. was
0: on Zillow.
1: Keep in mind, Littles, we are in New York City, mind you. Yeah. But even the houses you were looking, it was in yeah. Maryland, right?
0: All over. Almost, I would say 98% of the houses that I was looking at, I look at the kitchen, double sink. I'm like, forget that. Move on to the next. I
1: mean, she just dismissed the whole house. because I did. Now, I tried I to did. explain to her, we could remodel and we could take that two sink thing out and put in one big sink. Obviously, it's but more just money.
0: Why would you want something smaller? <laughs> Just because there's two of them, that doesn't help the size. Yeah. They're still smaller. I mean, I
1: feel you. I guess I'm just... How
0: can you wash a big me. pot that you cook sauce in? I think
1: it's how you grew up. I grew up with two sinks. My parents, this last I house they it. just had, that was terrible though. Those were tiny two little sinks. Right. I don't even think the one big sink, if we took that out, would have mattered that much. Because no. it wasn't deep either. Uh, no. But, it was um, like
0: three inches.
1: Well, okay. Let's... let's Four let's inches. Stop it, Roxy. Stop it. <laughs> but yes, it was very tiny. Littles do you have that issue do you care like is it one sink or two sink what is your kitchen we've gone and then explain to me why
0: a double sink kitchen is better than just one big sink
1: do that for explain
0: it to me okay all right and where and where can they
1: explain that to you Roxy
0: you could go to our website and comment, which is LoyalLittlesPod.com, or you can email us at WTFCPodnet at gmail.com, what? or you can find us on Twitter at LoyalLittlesPod <laughs> oh. or Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. Rona
1: Roxy's on fire, even <laughs> though she doesn't have Rona anymore. Yeah, you can do all of that, or you could just go to our website. You can email us there. You can go to all those pages just by going to our website, which right.
0: is LoyalLittlesPod.com.
1: There you go. Take a breath, Roxy. <sighs> All right, Roxy, time to get out of here. But before we do, I just, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for 150 episodes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I thank mean, you
0: for listening to me rant.
1: <laughs> no, and this is to you. I'm saying oh. to you face-to-face, thank you for putting up with me, for putting up with 150 episodes of this just craziness and just with all your help and everything. And it's to make this continue and because it is fun. And yeah.
0: No, I'm really enjoying it.
1: Good, good. Just, I couldn't have done it without you, Roxy. I just wanted to make sure I said that. Bonnie Burko, what more can we say? Thank you, thank you, thank you for being our guest on our 150th episode. It wouldn't have been the same without you. Thank you, Claire and Dina and Damascus, Patrick Smith, Smitty Scoop, and Shad in DC for our bumpers this episode. So many thank yous to all the littles out there for making this a possibility. I mean, like it would not be possible without you listening and your witty comments, emails, even though they take me apart, which I love. I do, I do. (laughs) So keep them coming. Here's to hopefully 150. More and yeah. we'll celebrate our 300th episode someday. Don't forget, though, if you do need your bat script, your hockey sticks, all that stuff, your golf clubs, because mm-hmm. Jingle Golf's coming up yep. in about a week. Yep. So get those regripped. Stick they can grip. do that Dot at stickgrip.com and use the code
0: LLPOD.
1: Don't forget to use it, people. Bye. Oh, and don't forget to listen to this song right now. Spaceman, Tim do Wildsmith. It. Do it.
0: Stick around. I'm sorry, Claire. We find them <laughs> hilarious.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If I were a spaceman, you'd be my moon. I'd climb on my rocket with my sights set on you. I'd soar through the stars and I'd race through the deep, dark blue. If I were a spaceman, you'd be my moon. If I were a jester, you'd be my queen. And I'd act like a fool to set your laughter free. I'd dance and I'd juggle and I'd make such a silly scene. If I were a jester, you'd be my queen. juggle and I don't like to see but that was never the point of this song that I sing it's that whatever I
0: Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Always funny.
2: Oh yeah.